Hi everyone, Mindy here again. What you shared in the week four Padlet last week was simply put, phenomenal. Across almost all of the posts, there were a lot of similarities. First was that many of us were educated in a more traditional, didactic, and authoritarian education system. This was a more teacher-centered environment where students had little to no choice in any educational decisions and were passive learners. Everyone seemed to agree that the biggest impetus for change in today's educational world is technology, and that this is both a blessing and a curse. Technology has indeed seemed to change our role as gatekeepers of knowledge to facilitators of knowledge. For students, internet and technologies have opened up doors to access knowledge that we never had before. But at the same time, it can also pose challenges in that technology competes for their attention. For teachers, I think we all struggle at some point in keeping up with the technological tools that are out there. Although we can all acknowledge that education has changed in the last few decades, I do agree with what some of you said about how the power dynamic between teachers and students is still maintained. As many of you pointed out, how we evaluate and assess our students in the classroom has largely remained the same as well. So my questions to all of you are, is there a connection here between evaluations and this power dynamic? Do we still inadvertently control the learning environment in a very teacher-centered way through our assessments? How can we change our assessments to better reflect the evolution of more student-centered pedagogical or teaching methods? And although you'll dive in more deeply into this in other Tilly courses related to assessment, these are questions that just came to mind when listening to all of your amazing posts, and I just wanted to share them with you to reflect on too, particularly as we move into our week five topic, Universal Design for Learning. I want to thank you all for being vulnerable in your posts as well. Recording video and audio can be difficult, and some of you shared some powerful personal stories that gave us better insight into how your experiences have informed how and why you teach. As many of you commented on in the past two weeks, there is no one-size-fits-all to teaching. Teaching asks that we be caring, responsive people that can rise to the challenge of keeping up with the pace of technology in our classrooms. But so much of what we do as teachers is informed by our own experiences as well. Whether you have learned what to do or what not to do from the teachers you had when you were a student, the major theme in all of this is that teachers matter. What you do matters. We see this in a million different ways in our classroom, from small to big aha moments, to a student who quietly takes you aside to thank you for making a difference in their lives. And there are probably even more students out there that you've had an impact on that you don't even know about. And I don't know about you, but this is what fuels me and keeps me going as a teacher. These small connections we make with students and those small moments where they let us in and tell us that they know we care. Personally, I'm inspired by your dedication to your students your eagerness to enrich their learning, and your willingness to reflect on and improve your own practice. I can't wait to hear more from all of you in the coming weeks. Bye for now.